What's up, everybody? I, a new entrance, I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzaffel. With me, as always, is George Rogers. What's up? It's your boy. That sounded terrible. I reg- I regret even saying that. I would like that stricken from the record, please. I like that. Sh- uh, secretary, take a note. Strike it from the record. We're done. Yeah. Done with it. I have, a, I, have, I have a secretary over here. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to mute George for the rest of the show. And the good thing is we're at the end of the show. See everybody next week. <laughs> He's got to unmute himself, by the way. Un, un, unfucking believable. <laughs> un, the unprofessionalism is astounding and obvious. <laughs> yeah. In case you haven't listened to us before. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, but, uh, oh, heavens. Here we are to uh, record uh, vacation. I want to preface something about National Lampoon's vacation, not vacation yeah. from like five years uh, ago. No, fuck man, that movie sucked. Uh, I want to preface something. Look, give everybody a little bit of program notes for next week. There is a slight possibility that we might not have a show next week. Uh, I have an extremely busy week next week, so at, actually, it's kind of starting like tomorrow. So there's a good possibility that we might just not be able to record for next week so if that is the case that show will much like the top 10 from two weeks ago will just get reintegrated somewhere into the schedule but um i just can't guarantee a show for next week because it's gonna be pretty hectic for the next like eight days so for the next month it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be a whole thing kind of yeah i mean at least until the 12th so i mean it's just gonna be it's i got something almost every well even day, after so. the 12th because the 12th is when we're going to red bank yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, until, like the 12th is kind of where it will slow down kind of after that. But mm-hmm. um, so but I just wanted to preface that there might not be a show next week, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, but we're going to do National Lampoon's Vacation today, as George said. But before we get into that, uh, we're going to talk about two other things today. Uh, the other one will be at the end of the show. This one will be uh, now. right now, <laughs> right here. What are you looking at? We're looking at here now, sir. Right now. Where? The hell am I looking at? <laughs> um, God, why? How have we not done Spaceballs yet? Um, we haven't done any Mel Brooks movies yet. I know, I know. We got let's we'll change that. Um, but it was with a heavy heart that we uh, lost Paul Rubens yesterday to a six-year battle of cancer that he kept private. Um, so George put up the the memorandum post for him yesterday. Uh, very, you know, we'll we'll make some uh, what's the word exceptions here and there. Um, there have been other celebrities that have passed this year. It's not that we're ignoring them. Uh, at the end of the year, I'm going to put up an in memorandum post for everybody who's been lost over the course of the year. But Pee Wee Herman was he was huge. He had to. Paul Rubens had to had to say something. Yeah, I mean, he was um, for our generation. At the very least, he was a big part of it. Um, a lot of us grew up um, in, in our age range, grew up watching Pee Wee's Playhouse mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah, you know, that's where that was really our our introduction to Pee Wee. I mean, he's been doing the Pee Wee character for years. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out in '85, mm-hmm. so he was already so the character was already well established. I think he was doing it um, like a like another version of Pee Wee's Playhouse. I think he was doing with the Groundlings. It was more of an adult version for like a comedy troupe. But I mean, he's, he's kind of always been around. He's, he's just always been 
um, w w whether Paul Rubens is doing the Pee Wee character or if he's just popping up in a movie, as I put on the on the Instagram post, you know, he he's played the Penguin's father on two separate occasions in in the DC universe, essentially, because he did it in the in the Burton verse for Batman Returns, and he was also the Penguin's biological father in Gotham, in the TV show Gotham. So I mean, and numerous other movies that he just kind of pops up, and he was the waiter uh, at at. Um, the French restaurant in the Blues Brothers. Mm -hmm. He was, I think he was, I know he was in Dunstan Check Sanding. It's like, uh, I feel like a bellhop who was trying to take him down. He was also in Buffy he, the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, that, that was one picture where, he, where he's left, which I didn't, which when I first saw the movie, I didn't even realize it was him. You know, because he's not in the Pee Wee garb and didn't, you know, he was wearing a wig, but he has mm -hmm. one of the best death scenes in all of movie history when he gets up mm -hmm. and he just, he just keeps going at it and then he like, falls down, he's kicking the floor. Because <laughs> he's just in pain, mm -hmm. um, but it's yeah, it's it, it's a shame. I didn't realize he had cancer. I think a lot of us didn't know he had cancer. No. So it, was, it was a private battle, but big loss to our childhood. He's seventy years old. Yep. Yes, he jerked off in a porn theater. Literally, that's what everybody goes there to do. He was just the most famous person who was in there. Yeah, yeah. I thought but, that's what you went to do. Yeah, and the best thing was that I think like after he. After he was arrested for it and you know had immediate scrutiny, I think he showed up at the, I want to say the VMAs as like the opener, and then he like he he came out and he was just like, hey, heard any good jokes lately? Mm -hmm. Like, because that's what all the jokes were were like Pee Wee Herman jerk off jokes in the in, yeah. in the early nineties. Yeah. Um. But yeah, big loss. Uh, condolences to his friends and family. Who are going through a rough time, and, and when you look him up, like when you look up, you know, if you if you Google the hashtag RIP PB Herman or RIP Paul Rubens, like every like he has been involved with everybody, mm -hmm. like everyone has had, or like every celebrity has had some positive interaction with Paul Rubens, and honestly, you love to say it, yeah, you honestly do, for sure, correct, yeah, all right, I guess we're done. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have anything else to, to add on unless you did. Yeah. No. Um, I, I do want to give a quick shout but but before we jump into it, I do <clears> want to <throat> give a quick shout out to um to our friend Rebecca, who listens oh, to go. our to she she listens to our show. She was nice enough to give us a plug on her Twitch channel. She definitely didn't need to do any of that. <clears throat> so I am one who will return the favor. If uh, any of you five people who listen to us still if you have a Twitch, if you're involved with it, check out a friend Rebecca. Her gamer tag or her tag on it is, I'm going to say this wrong, Mercurial Gamer Girl. Um, she's hilarious. It almost seems as though she's talking to herself, but she is definitely talking to us and definitely not talking to herself. But most of the time, probably talking to herself. But as of right now, she's playing, I believe she's playing Skyrim. Hmm. And it's... It's amusing to say the least because she has the some great added commentary to it. That's just like if we were playing a game and you know, bullshit. Kind of like how I do when I play Arkham. Mm -hmm. And like Dean does when he plays anything. Yes. I need to uh get back into Skyrim, but it's so big. <laughs> do you even have the time to do Skyrim right now? Well, not have you ever week, had the time to do Skyrim? Let's be let, not let's this week. That. Listen, I have all the time in the world, just not this week and next week. But no, not with that right, well, uh, to be honest with you, though, 
right now I'm I'm focused on the Spider-Man games. You know, we got Spider-Man 2 coming up in October, so I'm trying to get through Spider-Man Remastered, uh, which is one of my all-time favorite games. The you know, Spider-Man PS4, you know, I played it when it first came out. Um, and then I want to get through Miles Morales before before you know, kind of before near Comic Con gets here. So Yeah, in case you get quizzed at Comic Con. No, because but like I mean, Spider Man two comes out like eight days after Comic Con. So all right, all right. like I want to kind of be done before Comic Con, so I'm just kind of waiting patiently for it to appear in my homepage on my PS5 on the twentieth. <laughs> so all right, let's get into vacation. We'll talk about the Loki trailer at the end. Um but uh Oh man, I'm tired. I'm tired today. Sorry guys. Dean's right. exhausted, guys. He had a big sandwich. Some mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks. Mm-hmm. I also had sandwich, but some fried ravioli. I'd chill right. on the areas, but nobody listens to us lives in this area, so they're yeah. just going to have to be jealous of the good food that we have here. Yep. All ten. Mm-hmm. All five of you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe four now. Someone's probably turned off by now. I'm sure. All right. Vacation. National Lampoon's Vacation. Released July 29th, 1983. So we are just past the 40th anniversary for this movie. Uh, a budget of $15 million. Uh, a box office of $61.4 million. Directed by Harold Ramis. Re- screenplay by John Hughes. Based on Vacation 58 by John Hughes. Um, music by Ralph Burns. Starring Chevy Chase. Beverly D'Angelo. Emojin Coca. Imaging Coca. Right. Ooh, excuse me. Randy Quaid, John Candy, Christy Brinkley, Anthony Michael Hall, Dana Barron, and I'm sure I'm missing. It's weird that John Candy got higher billing than Anthony Michael Hall. He's really only in the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's Brian Doyle Murphy. Brian Doyle Murray it makes a, has a cameo. Jane Krakowski is in it. I was yet last week's year old when I realized it was actually yes. her. Yeah, um, yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, yes, so. it was. Uh, George hey, Dean, did you see us in theaters? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe on a re release, right? Mm, still no, but yes. So, <clears throat> yes. this is a movie that gave us the debut mm-hmm. of Clark W. Griswold, everyone's favorite. You know, father, husband, everyone's favorite goofball. Back mm-hmm. when Chevy Chase gave a shit. Yeah. As <laughs> as we like as we like to say on a pretty consistent basis, mm-hmm. uh, Chevy gave up real fucking quick. Like it yes, was like it was like after 1989, he was like, you know something? I I hate everybody and I'm gonna be the yeah. most difficult person. You know, I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done. He is done That's with it all. Literally, what happened? And it's funny because Hollywood said the same thing to him. They're like, "Yeah, fine, Chevy, we're done with you too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that Chevy's always been the easiest man to work with. I mean, he did do one season on SNL and then left. And apparently, Bill Murray threatened to punch him in the face if he came back. Yeah, <laughs> which I believe, hundred percent. I also believe. But yeah, so this uh, in the first vacation movie, it's. It's really all about the not so much the vacation as as the drive to Wally World, which is the their version of Disney World or Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Disneyland is in California, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's so supposed it's like to be it's a play on the Disney. On, yeah, because even have like Marty Moose is just a. a, a yeah. I'm surprised Disney hasn't gone right at them, and they're like a little too close to Mickey Mouse champ <laughs> to try to. So you know they could fly, but Clark insists on driving because that way he can bond with his family. As you know, they're getting older, which is weird because they get younger. Because the, the kids get younger as the fucking movies go on, but whatever. Um, you know, the the kids are getting older, and he's afraid he's not going to you know have that special time with them. So he ends up going to the dealership and getting this this new sports station wagon. But the the salesman played by Eugene Levy. That's a, that's a, another cameo mm-hmm. for you, Dean. Who's, oh yes, yes, my mistake. I forget how much shit he's in too. He's another yeah. one. It just it just pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he pulls the old switcheroo on him, and they end up they end up getting the wagon queen family truckster. Which, if any of you have seen this movie, or even if also, you're just even if you're just a little knowledgeable about pop culture, it's that ugly ass green station wagon. Mm-hmm. Like the car is just as I think the car is almost as iconic as the damn movie is. Probably. I also forgot when you, to mention Frank McRae, yeah. who was a cameo in this, who he was Sharky in. He was Sharky in License to Kill. I would say, oh, he was also in uh, Sliders, but that wasn't him. That was somebody different. That was just another loud man. Um, he, was, he was in Loaded Weapon. Yeah, and he was also in Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. He was the police chief. Um, yeah, so... Clark is all about the family bond. You know, they're going to get there. They're, they're going to drive in. But of course, as anybody who's ever driven anywhere on a vacation, although not really so much our generation, because we're a little older for that. Maybe people who are older than us can actually attest to any of this. You know, there's always little things on the way. You know, they end up on the wrong side of St. Louis in an uh, in, in area where people who look like you and me do not typically frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you could basically say they ended up over on Martin Luther King Boulevard in Camden or Martin Luther King Boulevard in Atlantic City or Martin Luther King Boulevard in Philadelphia. Yeah. Seems to be a running trend. I'm not saying anything. It just seems to be that's the street that always sends out the the shadiest of people. Martin Luther King Boulevard in Willenboro. Uh, yeah. Did they change the name of that? <clears throat> no. Isn't that a John F. Kennedy drive? <laughs> Who the hell is John F. Kennedy? <laughs> and it's actually one of my favorite parts because they get lost in that, in that area of St. Louis and Clark gets out of the car and asks the one guy, he's like, hey, can you give me directions how to get back to the freeway? And the guy looks at him and goes, fuck your mama. He's like, oh, thank you very much. He's back in the car and drives <laughs> off. Like, it's one, it, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. It's just, it's just those black guys just fucking with him because he's mm-hmm. a white bread honky from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> They're just messing with him. Uh, then they end up at, at at cousin Eddie's, you know, along the way. And Dean, poor yes. Randy Quaid, poor Randy poor. Quaid. I don't want to say poor Randy Quaid, but that man sure. went nuts real fucking quick. Yeah, which is weird because he was actually like people want to actually put him in movies. Nobody wants to put Chevy in movies. Mm-hmm. And Randy Quaid is actually an acclaimed actor. Yes, you wouldn't think it because. Anytime anybody mentions Randy Quaid, they immediately go to Cousin Eddie or Russell Case from Independence Day. Mm-hmm. But he did save humanity, and I think that's worth something. Was he nominated for an Oscar as LBJ? Yes, he was. I don't know if he is. I don't, I don't know if that was an Oscar nomination or if that was like an Emmy nomination. Either way, award nominated uh, actor. Kind of like when you find that Gary Busey was nominated for an Oscar, and you're like, no, 
No, he wasn't. But that was before he had his, before Gary Busey left half of his brain on the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, and as they're at Cousin Eddie's, Eddie's got this typical rundown. Uh, George, yeah. he was actually, uh, <clears throat> he won a Golden Globe for being Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh, he was nice. For an enemy. He was nominated for an Academy Award, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe uh, for the last detail. Oh, good for him. Also, when you look at Randy Quaid, you don't immediately think, hey, I bet Dennis Quaid's his brother. Because Dennis Quaid is a gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. And Randy Quaid is the fucking opposite. Correct. But yeah, so Eddie's got this kind of rundown house. You Dennis, know, got like Dennis Quaid has long hair now, by the way. Good for him. The bed's magical. Dear Lord, some fucking people. Oh, my, my God. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so Eddie's got this rundown fucking. I know they, they got the worm farm out back. His kids are fucking dirt. His son basically teaches fucking dirt. <laughs> his son basically teaches Rusty how to jerk off. <clears throat> and yeah. his daughter gives uh gives Audrey a box of weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, or no, she has a box where she rolls her joints to take on the car ride. But that's not the only thing they're taking. They're also taking Ellen's Aunt Edna, who hates Clark mm. for obvious for obvious reasons. And I'm going to preface something here real quick. This is I planned on doing this. We all love Clark Griswold, and everyone kind of looks like Clark Griswold as, you know, like, like the perfect American father. You know, all he wants to do is do right by his family. Clark Griswold is a scumbag mm-hmm. because he is like openly flirt. I mean, granted, most married men flirt with other women too. He was a hundred percent going to cheat on his wife with Christy Brinkley in this movie. Yes, and I don't want to hear the "oh, wouldn't you?" Well, not if you're fucking married, you don't. Clearly, and then in Chris's vacation, he basically he tells the the woman at the laundry counter, "He's like, oh, my wife got rest her soul." I'm like, oh, she's dead. He's like, oh, not not dead, just divorced you know long time mm-hmm. yeah he's like he will basically say anything when there's a pretty girl around yes to be like no nah, no nah, i'm i'm like even later mm-hmm. in the movie he tells christy brinkley oh that's that's my brother's family i take them with me when i go places like it, it, scumbag mm-hmm. i mean yeah he probably does all right by his kids but he is a dick to ellen mm-hmm. like maybe not outwardly but might as well i mean even when yeah. And even I think she even she's just kind of like done with his bullshit. Like they're I think they're just together for the kids. I feel like if you follow this later on down the road, like after Vegas vacation and Rusty and Audrey have graduated high school and gone on to college and other things, Clark and Ellen would have got divorced in a fucking minute. She'd be like, well, you know what? Listen, I'm tired of you. I'm I'm fucking pounding sand. Um well. I mean, Ellen was 100% going to cheat on him with Wayne Newton also in Vegas Vacation. True. But, but if, after if three you wanna, movies of Clark doing the same thing. <laughs> if you want to base off of what happens in the god-awful vacation movie with um, Ed Helms, they're That's still not together. Canon. That's not canon to me. They're still together, though. In that. Yeah, I know. Ed Helms is... He was... You know who Ed Helms was? He was Zachary Levi before Zachary Levi was the thing. Ed Helms is like white bread. 
Yeah. There's there there's nothing glamorous about him. But mm-hmm. I feel like if someone's like, hey, we need someone who's sort of funny and people liked him on one show and Steve Carell's busy. Well, let's get let, let's get Ed Helms. Mm-hmm. Ed Helms isn't I, funny. He might have been a little he might have been a little funny on the Daily Show, but that's when he had like John Stewart writing for him. Yeah. And what I mean by Zachary Levi, everybody, I mean not funny because I don't find Zachary Levi or Ed Helms funny at all. Yeah, no. Like, I I, I don't know how Ed Helms became a leading man of anything. I mean, he's not anymore, clearly. Mm. I feel like ever since, like, Jason Sudeikis and Bill Hader became massively popular, we just haven't seen Ed Helms since vacation. God. Maybe the Hangover movies, but ugh, he's the worst. He's the worst part of any movie mm-hmm. i i mean i watched the office i didn't like him on the office either i thought he was annoying mm-hmm. like it's just it's like he, it's a he he's not he's he's not a headliner mm-hmm. he's not a headliner oh but i fucking digress but oh shit hold on i lost my well that's my place so now oh, they have Ant admit in tow Mm-hmm. As they're on their way, but they have to stop at Phoenix first to drop her off because um, that's where she lives. And they got the dog with him, and the dog is, you know, an asshole biting Clark. But I mean, that's Clark. You're going to bite him anyway. So as they, they go to a campsite, and on the way back, yeah, they got the dog, and Clark ties the dog to the bumper while he's loading the car and forgets to untie the dog from the bumper. Clark Griswold killed a dog. Yes, he did. He's he's the original Mitt Romney, and showed fake remorse. Showed fake remorse to that cop. I'm not trying to shit on Clark Griswold, but look, I'm 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 going to call a spade a spade here. He's a dick. He he wanted to do this trip for him, not for the kids. They wanted to fly and go to Hawaii, mm-hmm. which I feel like Rusty says that in every movie when they're like, "Oh, we're going to go to Hawaii." It's almost like it's a running gag with with everybody who's ever played Rusty. Mm-hmm. Starting with the great Anthony Michael Hall, who's Dean, I think even you point out of everybody in this movie, he's had the most consistent career. Yeah. Which is good for him. I mean, John, John Hughes saw this guy and they're like, you know what? I'm going to stick him in every movie I make from now to the end of time. Yeah. Or I mean, like, like I, I said, he, um, <clears throat> he, um, you know, he was, he's just been a working actor since then. I mean, the girl paid um, Audrey. Uh, Audrey did very little after this. I mean, Chevy Chase, as we talked about, his career died in 1990. Uh, Beverly Beverly D'Angelo was really just known for these movies. I know she was in other things, but like nothing like this, you know. Um, and hell, I think I, she wasn't she partners with Al Pacino for a number of years. I guess something like that. I mean. You even going to like the next movie, like what did you know in European vacation, like Dana Hill and Jason Lively? I mean, Dana Hill passed away, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, like they didn't do anything after that, you know. I think- I, like the, the only one you could you could maybe argue is Johnny Galecki because Big Bang was so huge, and Juliette Lewis, she played Audrey in Christmas. Oh, yeah, Vacation. that's right, that's right. But even then, she hasn't done much for a good while either. She's on that show Yellow Jackets that's on right now. 
on on oh, Showtime, yeah. which is which gets good reviews. Uh, my sister watches it; she she enjoys it. I would imagine she would. Um, I think Jason Lively is actually, yeah, he is Blake Lively's brother, hmm. older brother, obviously. But yeah, that's and which obviously makes Ryan Reynolds his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. So good for him. But as they're on the as they're you know, more things tend to happen to the Griswolds, as always happens in any of these movies. Now, Vacation was not the first of the of these movies that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, me, just like probably a lot of other people, Chris's Vacation was the first one that I saw. So once I saw Vacation, I could have sworn there was a movie like in between European Vacation and Chris's Vacation, but I dreamt that. Um, so there's always there's just shenanigans that follow the Griswolds. Usually, Clark because he's typically the cause of the of them all. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost their credit cards, so now they can't pay for anything. Clark ends up robbing a, a fucking souvenir stand at the Grand Canyon um, for for money. He drives the car off the road by. Um, near Monument Valley and he's stranded in the desert wearing his jeans on his head mumbling to himself mm-hmm. and the the mechanic that he stops at to get the to get the car fixed end up ends up just taking all of his money because instead of being like oh how much do I owe it's like how much you got and it's like oh I think the sheriff would be curious about your business practices and the guy pulls out a badge yeah. <laughs> fantastic so along the way after all of this, Aunt Edna has died in the car. Mm-hmm. Good fuck. Which her. is yeah. You you're you you're a big Imogen Coca fan, so I know so I know it hurt you deeply. Mm-hmm. You're you're a you're a big fan. Yeah, Clark just wants to you know he at this point, you know, he's <clears throat> he wants to get his family to Wally World by hook or crook. That's typically crook. So you know they can't just you know um, Ellen wants to do the right thing, you know. Let's call the paramedics. Let's, you know, take her to a mortuary. You know, do everything right. Clark's like, nah, nah. We gotta go on vacation. So they end up tying her to the roof of the station wagon, <laughs> and cover her in a sheet as they're driving down the road, and then just leave her body outside Ellen's cousin's house for him to find when he comes home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. And then, and then Clark just has this massive breakdown in the car about how he just wants he wants everyone to you know, just have a good time. It, it, it's, it's a lot like the breakdowns he has in every movie when he just wants his family yeah. to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's very it, it's it's very similar to the one he has in Chris's Vacation, except I think this one may be a little better. Chris's Vacation one is a little memorable though, but just because that yeah. movie is on such a high rotation after Halloween mm-hmm. um, on a fucking yearly basis. Mm-hmm. But they end up, like I said, they end up uh, they end up going to a hotel where Clark ends up seeing Christy Brinkley, who's basically following him on this, or, or they keep crossing paths this whole way, and then he basically tells her, "Oh, that's that's not my family." And they go skinny dipping until Clark jumps in the water and screams how cold it is, wakes everybody up, and Alan comes out and catches them. And Clark has come with some like half cocked fucking story to explain himself. And he even says to Russ, and Russ is like, "Do you think and Russ like? Do you think your mom will buy that?" Or, or no, uh, well, Russ goes, "Do you think mom will buy it?" And he's like, "Good talk, Russ." <laughs> 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 but they finally arrive to Wally World the day that they've been 
hoping for this entire trip. Mm -hmm. It's closed Mm -hmm. due to repairs. So at this point, Clark has fully snapped, goes to a sporting goods store, buys a BB gun, holds the the security guards hostage, John Candy and Frank McRae, and they force them to go on, you know, on all these rides, which begs to ask the question, Dean, who was running the rides? Who's running the rides? Yeah. I have no idea. And because I, I always think the same thing when, Ed, when I see this movie, if it's just so much as pushing a button, why are there so many fucking people operating the rides at six flags in Disney? If it's just, I mean, if it's just that simple, but I mean, it's a, that's, that's one for cinema sins that they'll never call because no. it's an actual sin because who's running the rides you need. If they're all on a ride, when it goes through, you still need the ride operator to hit a button and unlatch the seats. Otherwise you're stuck in the cars. That's, that's just how that works. They, they they take John Candy hostage with them. The other security guy they left, who obviously called the cops out of the LA SWAT team, and the owner, Roy Wally, who looks a lot like Walt Disney. Hmm. Like a little too much like Walt Disney. But he's played by Roy Bracken, hmm. who would also go on to... I mean, he showed up on everything. He was on Golden Girls. He had a, uh, a guest spot in. But more famously, he was Mr. Duncan in Home Alone 2. Of the of Duncan's toy chest, which was the the in universe knockoff of FAO Schwartz because they couldn't actually use that due to licensing. But so I mean he he's another working man's actor who's been on on a lot of things. But Clark ends up giving this passionate speech about you know just wanting to spend time with his family and ends up winning Mr. Wally over and then they all ride the rides, the mm-hmm. SWAT team and the Griswolds, and then it fades to black with snapshots being played over the credits. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's it's it. this is one of the most iconic comedies of all time. I agree. I think if I'm, if I'm making a list, if I'm Checking making a top five. 10 list, as we tend to do, I think this goes in my top 10. Or it's an honorable mention, but I think it would just make the cut, though. Because mm. of how iconic this movie is, Chevy gave a shit and the timing for every scene was just on. Right. You know. You know exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene. What do you got for me? Um, who doesn't love a good Chevy freak out? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. got I think it's gotta be like I don't know. I like when I like when he's trying to bribe what's his face at the hotel with the check too. That's that's great. Yeah. It's gotta be the freak out though with the BB gun. Like yeah. it's just classic. Chevy Chevy had the best freak outs in, in those movies. Look at the and the price tag was still in the BB gun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me it's 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 when he's is when he's at Eddie's and they're sitting in the living room mm-hmm. and Eddie goes to ask him <laughs> and Eddie goes to ask him for the money. Yeah. And Clark pulls out his wallet. Like, oh, like, yeah, sure, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. This one, yeah, and, then, and then Eddie's like about $52,000 and Clark just puts the money back in the wallet. Yeah. 
Like it's it's and also when when Vicky's stirring the Kool-Aid, she has her whole arm in the jar mm-hmm. and she's stirring it, and he's like, Vicky, can I help you with the Kool-Aid? Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're I mean every, everything at Cousin Eddie's is just great. You know, when, when, yeah. when Eddie's like, oh, I bet you could use a cool one and gives Clark the beer he's drinking while he opens mm. a fresh one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you classic. Know, you know, and they're He's grilling, but he's not grilling burgers. He's grilling hamburger helper. He's like, mm. I don't know why the cost of hamburger helper works just fine on its own. Yeah, I, I <laughs> quote that often. You do like a lot. <laughs> do you have a least favorite? Do you have a least favorite scene? As far as the movie goes, I don't think there's any wasted motion. I don't think there's a bad scene. But rewatching it again, like when I mm. watched it last week mm-hmm. i didn't realize how much of like a prick clark is in terms oh, yeah. of like in terms of like just being a husband mm-hmm. like you don't like because like because because everything's played for laughs yeah but if you kind of take away the comedic aspect of it like clark's a scumbag husband yes he is. who has probably cheated on ellen at some point and it's just Maybe. one of these things that it's just one of these things that I, I I didn't notice over the years, but after kind of watching and looking at it, I'm like, that's that's dirtbag practices. But I don't think there's any bad scenes in the movie. I agree. I, I don't think there is. I don't think there is a bad scene. Out of ten, I'm going. I'm going all the way. I'm going ten out of ten. I think this. Same. As I said, like like with these movies. This movie is so iconic and mm-hmm. so funny. And I know it gets overshadowed by Christmas Vacation, as I said, because of the volume in which Christmas Vacation is played over the last three months of the year. I think it's I think it's a way better movie than Christmas Vacation. It's way I'm, it, 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 it's I'm, better written. It was directed by yeah. the great Harold Ramis. I'm almost positive I, I gave Christmas Vacation like a seven and a half out of ten when we reviewed it a few years ago. Yeah. Not that I dislike Christmas Vacation, I just don't no, it's, think it's as yeah. I don't think it's as great as everybody acts like it is. I mean, yeah, it's a holiday staple. I'll watch it mm-hmm. every year sure. around that time. So as well, but I'm not going to watch it five days in a row. AMC, no. Show something else. Show Prancer. I don't give a shit. Yes, please. And the granted, same movie? granted, yes, I could change the channel, but it's not the point. Yeah. You're giving me 25 okay. days of Christmas. I expect different Christmas movies. Die Hard. I like I like that and, other and Die Hard too. Yeah, I like that other Joker channel during their 31 days of Halloween where they play Hocus Pocus 12 of those damn days. Shit movie. Yes. If you're a man who likes Hocus Pocus, I believe you transitioned. That's my thoughts on that. Holy hell. (laughs) Holy hell. (laughs) Good night, everybody. We've been canceled. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So real quick. Real quick, let's let's talk about the Loki trailer that came out yesterday. Speaking um, of canceled, guess who's uncanceled? Because he's in the trailer. Oh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan um, Majors. I think it looks great. Everybody knows that I loved um, season one of Loki. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this. George, what, what were your quick thoughts on it? Um, season one of Loki is my second favorite of those Marvel TV shows. I still think mm-hmm. I, I still hold WandaVision up a little bit higher. Um, but I, I am super excited for season two. I was excited for season two during the season finale of season one. Yeah. yeah um, I'm glad that um, 
things have come out to kind of protect Jonathan Majors that he's going to, that they're actually going to air the show and, you know, have him, you know, as a featured player, obviously as Kang and the different variants. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where it goes. Plus our buddy short round plays a character. Love it. Who doesn't love it? Yeah. Uh, I believe his name is, they call him Obi, which I think is short for Ouroboros. Okay. Which, uh, which is the snake that eats it. The eats snake that tail. eats his tail. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, that character is Loki's son. So I'm wondering if maybe in Loki's travels in the multiverse or something, this is like a variant of Loki's son. Or something like I hope that. Loki calls him short round. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Before we get out of here, um, we were going to talk about Secret Invasion, but the season finale was fucking terrible, which, and George hasn't watched it because it was fucking terrible. I refuse. Um, so usually once Dean gives me the seal of disapproval, I'm not going to waste my time, especially with Marvel. And I, I don't like, want to be I like, like I, most I, of Marvel stuff. I know I'm one of those guys who is like, no, f- form your own opinions. Don't listen to other people. Dean is literally a cloned version of myself. So. Yeah. I don't need so, to listen to other people when I just listen to this. Growth. It's a shame. It's a shame too. Cause I really was enjoying the series until that last episode. Yeah. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe maybe I'll watch it just to kind of, just so we can banter. Yeah. Maybe and wipe our ass uh, with it. But, but Loki, I hope Loki's good. I, listen, I'm not one of those people who think that the MCU was like reeling and stuff like that. You know, I excuse me. Dean Doomcock said that it's dead. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck all those people. Fuck Chris too. Fuck you, Chris. Fuck you. How about that? Just because it took it, it took almost the entire episode. That we're gonna go without you slandering Chris at one point. Oh no no yeah I, I'm I'm glad I got it in. He I wouldn't get I'm not gonna get the text message and it says the disrespect. Yeah, so, just under the wire too. Yeah, just under the wire. But uh, hey, that was vacation. That was our just quick thoughts on Loki. Um, if you want to see the trailer, I'll repost it in the stories uh, on our Instagram or just YouTube. But fuck you. Yeah. Um, not doing but, um, for you. Yeah, fuck you. Um, I do have to post uh new Ninja Turtles poster came out today. It was a, it's an homage to the original movie poster. Um I'm excited for that movie. Um I hope it doesn't suck. I mean, but, uh, all right. Uh it's mainly the animation that's gonna get me into the theater. I, I love the turtles, but I think the animation's incredible. So um all right. Maybe we'll see everybody next week. If we do, it's for American Graffiti. Uh, we're, we'll try to get it in. We really will. Um, all right, everybody. I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers. We'll see you in the multiverse. <laughs>